Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Emer, and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. And welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. This is episode 7 of season 2. And today we have on the show, as per usual, Wayne. Hello. Say hello, Wayne, again. Hello. Say Wayne. Hi, uh, Wayne. There we go. And Neil. <laughs> no name. Oh! Say hello, Neil. Hello. Brilliant. And our special guest all the way from lovely Ireland, we have Ema. Say hello, Ema. Oh, she hey, said guys. Hello. Oh, yeah. Already there. One step ahead. Are you good? I'm all good. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic. Thank you very Wonderful. much for asking. Thank you for having yes. me back on the show. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure. So, the way this works is, it's going to work a little different this week, isn't it, Wayne? It's Ooh. Ooh, happy birthday to Ooh. us. Happy birthday to us. Yeah. Um, a full year. When we started this, we didn't have guests. Nobody knew us, and we had to go out and find out our own head-to-heads and what have you, and a year later, we've got that many people contacting us. We're utilising the people contacting us into the head-to-heads. I've got so, to be honest with you, you're a bit of a prophet, aren't you? So, Because this time last year you said... If, if we we're going to be millionaires! <laughs> well, no, that's not... No, that'll be next year now. That was Del Boy. He said... He said um, this time last year he said, and hopefully if we carry on doing what we're doing, we'll have loads of people contact us and we'll be able to bring head-to-heads then. And, and me and Neil sort of, I remember giving you a sceptical look then, Neil. And lo and behold, a year later. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to move, the, the head-head's going to be... <laughs> Sorry. You finished, <laughs> Neil? Put, you put your hand up next time. <laughs> so the head-to-head now is going to be... I apologise, I have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> so the head-to-head's now going to be three of us competing against each other for the title, for the crown, for the ultimate master of who knows best about music, which is me! I'm going to destroy you both! <laughs> to within an inch of your lives, you, you bastard <laughs> Fox. Anyway, I lost last season, I wasn't happy about it. So yes, uh, this, this, this week we've got um, three songs I've brought... I don't know what I've brought. I honestly don't know what I've brought. What have I brought? It was, uh, I... It's okay to be, isn't it? The godlies. Thank you. So it's you a, know. It's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant when the guest knows I'm more. I'm all over it. That's it. It's done my research. So, so I've brought God Eleve 
think it's Go to Leave. I put Go to no, yeah. Go to Leave. Yeah. And he's he sung. It's okay to be. It's okay to. It's okay to be. Ah. Sounds so amateur. <laughs> but yes, and uh, Wayne, you're bringing your song. Uh, my song is called Underdog by a guy called Nova. And Neil's checking his phone, see what he's got. No, I was checking the street. Watch messages. <laughs> 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 Neil's getting bur- bur- absolutely bur- barraged by uh, the I've neighbourhood watch. I've joined sort of neighbourhood watch organisation and I've, their WhatsApp group just keep messaging me all the time with every car that drives CCTVs of coursers and fiestas. <laughs> Look at these rebels smoking, smoking outside my house. There's absolutely nothing to do with the podcast. Yeah. Anyways, who have uh, you yeah, got, so Neil? I'm bringing uh, It's Still War by uh, Josh Hyken. Very yes, good. you are. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, so yeah, should we move on to our first? I'll just move now. We well, move on to a- our first round after, after we finished our brand new revamped mid-season revamp of the head-to-head. We move mid-season to the- revamp. <laughs> nice now on the spot as well. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Uh, we move on to the hidden masterpiece after that, which has been brought by our special guest email. What hidden masterpiece are you bringing for our peruse? I have decided to bring um, "Heaven's Open" by Mike Oldfield. It's a really old song, but I used to love him as a kid, and I could never understand how that song wasn't popular because it's got that real like classic rock vibe. And uh, I love the music video for it too, so I figured I'd throw right, that start, one out there. D- d- calm, down, talk, calm down, calm down, it's too Save early. Oh my bad. Too early in the podcast. Jump in the gun, jump in the gun. <laughs> and then we'll move on to our next round, which will be the Forgotten Classic. And the Forgotten Classic will also be brought by our special guest, Ema. And uh, what is that forgotten? What is that forgotten classic? <laughs> that is Young Folks by Peter Bjorn and John. It is very good. We'll get into that a bit later on as yes. well. Yes, I'm glad she brought this. One. After that, we have a new revamped intense hardcore. Intense hardcore driver musical challenge mode. Go. It's not revamped. It's just shorter. Yeah, shorter, but it's revamped sounds better. Oh, so yeah. uh, we've we've ditching the world challenge. Which which one, by the way? Congratulations. Thank you. Romania four times though, to be fair. Well, I just figured if I, if I go with Romania all the time, eventually I'm going to get it. Well, it won, so yeah, it was a good plan. <laughs> and did you like look at it and go, Romania is the centre of the entire world. <laughs> I'll always be universe. within 10,000 miles. Well, when you're going to Europe and Asia, then yeah, you, it's straight down the middle, isn't it? Brilliant. So either that or Croatia, so. So on the last episode, uh, our special guest, Tom Ticker from The Impersonators, uh, Challenged uh, Neil to bring some Schlager music. Is it Schlager? Schlager? Schlager, sorry, not Schlager. Schlager, yes. What what are you bringing now? I brought brought some pop music. Do You Speak English by Ross Anthony. Very good. We'll go on to that. And then we finish up, as always, with our Artist Spotlight. Artist Spotlight! Artist Spotlight. Did you hear how professional I am? I even gave them a second to to get compose themselves. I'm, I'm getting good at this presenting lark, I am. Yes, it's after a year. After a year, yeah. Uh, uh, our special guest, Ema, will be our artist spotlight this week. What song are you bringing in for the artist spotlight, Ema? I am bringing my song called Tame. Very good, very good. We'll get into that a bit later on. Uh, that brings us... Any any news, Rich? Anything? Any news? Um, no, not really. I think everything's uh, just as... as we've, we've, we've covered it, haven't we, in the we've intro? We've covered it yes. all in the intro. Um... Brexit, that's news. It's not really, it just keeps dragging on, doesn't it? They go for a vote. I saw a great meme today. The year is 3038, and Parliament are about to start their weekly ritual of voting down May's deal. (laughs) They don't know where this tradition originated from, or why. (laughs) 
But they're still doing it. <laughs> it's about right. Isn't it? She turns up and says, it's the same deal as last week. They go, no. So she goes, all right, I'll go away. She sits down with her husband and goes, I don't know why they keep rejecting it. I keep taking the same thing. It's great. It's a great idea. She texts it in. So, go, no. so welcome to this week's episode. If you haven't heard this politics <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's move on Moving to the Moving on first to round. first round. Head to head. Noggy to other arms reach out to me. Other eyes smile. Headphones in, so I'm drowning them out. Lips coming off, you never sounding it out. Trying to bite my tongue, instead of hashing it out. Why are they laughing about what you rapping about? I've been so sick with the flows. Ha, it's like I had a bowler. I'm ill with it, lost my color like I'm Sammy Sosa. There's something fishy in the game, call it bad aroma. Your mumble rapper speaking Hebrew, so I pass you over. I had Corona and I started speaking Espanola. My body moving to the beats like I'm dancing soca. Every girl Try to flirt, but I'm past my quota. She sent me news I never asked for. I'm Casanova, but call me Nasty Nova. Yo, aren't you glad we broke up? I'm into good girls, but always fuck a bad persona. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding, like it's tapioca. I couldn't stretch it if I tried, like I'm bad at yoga. I keep my friends close, I keep my fans closer. Every show, a family reunion, keep it mad kosher. Y'all need security guards, I let them stand closer. And now my party till I drop, fuck a hangover. Headphones in, so I'm drowning them Lips coming off, you never sounding it out. Try to bite my tongue, instead of hashing it out. Why they laughing about what you rapping about, boy? Yo, what you laughing about, boy? Yo, what you laughing about, boy? Listen. I'm overthinking all the situations I've been living. I'm underwhelmed by opportunities that I've been given. I'm over being an underdog, unappreciated. Overlooked for staying on my grind while y'all deviated. Undermining all my efforts in the underground. Overseas, a bunch of fly fans always buzz around. Undergrads, the old heads, and the younger crowds. We overthrow the mad kings and we don't fuck around. Strike them out with the underhand. I'm underrated, bitches in your kingdom overflowing. I'm suffocating I'm underpaid But I'm overachieving It's understood Y'all try to save But broke every season It's overcrowded in the game Y'all hoes never leaving The Undertaker I gave that shit A whole different meaning uh, I overdo it I overdose But I keep it dope Headed for the underworld I never think to leave a note Headphones in So I'm drowning them out Lips coming off You never sounding it out Trying to bite my tongue Instead of hashing it out Why they laughing about What you rapping about What? You what you laughing about, boy? Alright, so that was my song, Underdog, by an artist called Nova. He contacted the show. We went through all the emails and I found this guy. I really quite like this song. I contacted him, asked him if we could use it in the podcast. He said yes. So Did he give you a bio? He did. He, he gave me lots of stuff. He says that the album Underdog Did explores... you get a cream for it? Pardon? He said he'd give you, he'd give you lots of stuff. He has. He's got an entire page full of stuff. Oh, okay. I'm not going to read it all, I don't I think. I thought but... he meant like an STD or something. Oh, wow. Wow. Just edit that wow. out. There's no need for that's, it. That's wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this early in the podcast, wow. Yeah, now I'm missing a bit. Right, so, so... He, he says that the album Underdog explores the competitive nature of the rap game today and subverts 
subverts expectation of modern day rap. He says he explores real themes through his music and is passionate, pouring his heart and soul into his work. The second verse is interesting. Every other word is either over or under. So it's I've overcome obstacles. Uh, I'm an underdog. That sort of thing, right the way through. Yeah, really love the pounding bass in this. You know, driving along, it's it, it's got an old school vibe to it. It's got like a, a Black Street vibe. Remember them? Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes yeah. Like that sort of yes, vibe. Yeah. That's very old. And school. I find his rap. Very, I'd like to see that as well. Yeah, I find his the way he raps very similar to Buster Rhymes in the way some the way he enunciates some of his words. Now, rap's not my thing. Let's be honest with that. And we overlook rap on this podcast as part of. It's what we get uh, all the time. Yeah. We get more rap than anything else. We overlook it because we're from the middle of England. And it's not that. It's just I get fed up of artists who can't sing and don't know anything about music who have just bought some beats off someone and then just started talking over the top of a beat. And that's basically what rap's, be, rap's become. Mm. They've lost well, the art of poetry, I think. I really like the production of the song. I really like the flow. And I can understand pretty much lots of what he said for a change. And I like the fact he's attacking mumble rappers in this because <laughs> I can't stand those at all, the mumble rap at all. It's not for me at all. So who do you want to start with? I'll start. Right. So I, 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 I like it. It's it's old school. It's, it doesn't mix in well with the rap that's out today. It's not, you know. It's yeah, well, mi- that's, rap, that's rap, the point. Yeah. I want to, I want to say rap's moved on from that, but I think rap's one of the only genres that people look back at and go, yeah, old school. It was it was much better. I think rap's devolved, if anything. Oh, good word. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, and it's it's nice to hear a bit of rap without the N word in it. But that's probably because he's a white boy doing it. Yeah, boy. I liked it. I didn't like the piano a bit. Is that one see, of my favourite bits of the song? See that? Mine too. <laughs> it got on my nerves because it was just like four notes done over and over and over again. That it didn't change. It was. It just became annoying. It's like, yeah, if you want to use a bit of piano in rap, fantastic. Have yourself a little, you know, get something composed. Stick it underneath. It was just. <laughs> well, you would thank it, it did my. It wasn't. It wasn't artistic. It was just. It felt like they thought it was, and I'll stick that underneath. Yeah, I, I really quite like that. Yeah, it could. I, I think it could have worked. I just don't think it was. It I like had, loved it in the beginning, and it was like I was like as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like gonna be the song. And then, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with Richie there. It just kind of got a bit too repetitive. I was, like, waiting the whole time to hear something different. Like, maybe, like, a cool little, like, jazz riff up there on the high notes of the piano. Or, like, for the notes to invert or something. But, like, I just kind of, I was the whole time waiting for something else to happen. And, and that would have been brilliant. Yeah. If they'd have done feel... that with a bit of jazz. You don't get that in rap, do you? A bit, nice bit of a jazz riff. You know, that... Yeah, exactly. Like, I actually think that, like, that song could potentially, uh, like, be big you know I actually think that like the foundation of it is there but I just I feel like it just needs to develop a little bit more I think it's focal point which made it stand out which could have made it good is the one thing that actually laid down yeah yeah but uh but that's just me you see the piano bit I thought worked really well because it was so repetitive it kind of anchored the song in and it's like that wasn't what the song was about it was subtle enough that it was just there in the background what did annoy me a bit about it is towards uh, the halfway point, the overuse of boy. <laughs> you know, I was listening to it today and I thought, if anything's going to put it, I didn't think the piano would, I thought the boy would pull it down because I thought one of them will pick up on it. And I actually thought it'd be Richard, I didn't think it'd be you, Neil. 
But yeah. But yeah, other than that, I really liked it. And this, this isn't my kind of music at all. I, within the first 30 seconds, I expected to hate it. But mm. he, he listened to it a few times, it really grew on me. I, and I, did, I did like it. Like I said, rap's not our thing, is it? It's really not. And it's not, but we, it, you we, know, we, we, we are trying to branch out. And this is one of the things I'm yeah. branching out with this guy. Because I think. Thank you for bringing it. Yeah, he, mm. it spoke to me, you know. I can feel his energy in the song. I can feel. So, oh. uh, right, moving on. So, Ema, other than the piano part, what did you think? Yeah, I think um, Nova has a really good voice. As you said, like, I mean, the market's absolutely flooded with the same kind of rapping. So it is actually really refreshing to hear something different. And yeah, I think that the song has a lot of potential if it just gets developed a bit more. Yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Okay. I know it's like an awful thing to like be finished a song and then have someone tell you like, oh, I think you need to add more or whatever. But I actually do think that Again, like there's a lot of potential there. It just needs to be, you know, beefed out a bit. Get like some juicy bass riffs in there and stuff. Mm. Bit, bit See, piano. One of the things I really loved about the song was the bass. Oh, yeah? I, I, I turned I turned the bass up in my car so I could feel it coming through the oh, speakers. Fair. I really yeah. Give me go out the weekend and get himself a nice big bass box for the back of his car. I drop my drop. I'm going to drop the seat back and wear his <laughs> wear his trousers around his knees. Have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, the window down. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I was car thinking so it looks like suspensions going. <laughs> yeah, I heard it on YouTube, so maybe the bass didn't just come through from where I was listening to. So I should probably listen to it on other speakers. Yeah, I think if like the you know a bit more on the piano, a bit more like additions to the song. It it could be really, really cool. Yeah, I agree. I concur. I concur. <laughs> so we're going to move on to our next artist. Uh, Neil? I reckon you go next, Richard. Oh, yeah, can I go next? Yeah, yeah, we'll go I'm, go I'm in the lead, so I'll go first. I'll go first. You go second, Richard. Okay, go then second. I'll go next. Some guy I'm bringing is It's Okay to Be by Go to Leave. Have a listen. One more day. I don't know what to say To make you stay One More night Talking about what's wrong With you and I And I don't know if I'm the worst version Or just the best of a terrible person All I know is that I don't really matter to you So don't Leave me alone with my head It's never been much of a friend But I'm not surprised I've never been too kind Take My hand Lift me up Just like I know you can Say My life Show it up and spit it up I still want you back And I don't know if I'm the worst version Or just the best of a terrible person All I know is that I don't really matter to you So don't Leave me alone 
So that was Go Deleave with his song, It's Okay To Be. Wayne, what did you think of my song? Not my song, it's his song. But what did you think? It's a very nice contemporary pop song. I like the fact that he describes himself as uh, lo-fi bedroom pop. I'd put this in the bracket of like the George Ezra style. And I don't like George Ezra. I would actually say The Nationals. Ooh, yes. It's very The Nationals vibe. Like here's looking I... at you, kid, or something. Very much. Yeah. I'm not young and hipping with it, so I don't know that. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't the... either. We're, we're of a certain age. It's all right, because we knew the Eagles <laughs> were the other week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Mike Oldfield. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. We know they are. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. It's, um, I think with the right push, he could be really big. I mean, obviously he's in Australia, but with the right push in the right direction, I think he could... Be English. No, he could He could master a, a chart. Like, oh, okay. Like, um, he just needs to go Neighbours. That's what happened with Kylie Minogue. I find he's got a very emotive voice. Like, if he sang to a bottle of milk, uh, if he sang about a bottle of milk breaking his heart, <laughs> I'd believe it. That sort of thing. That's that's what I'd believe. You know, yeah. it, it, it's really it's really capturing. It's a very good, strong song, and I've enjoyed every time I've listened to it, which is more than once. Yeah, yeah. I had it on repeat for like two days. So Did good. you? Yeah, for sure. Imagine that, Neil. Richie's got a song that the that the artist really, really likes. That's by accident, is it? That? What are you on about? <laughs> nothing, I'm just saying. What are you insinuating, I'm, Wayne? I'm insinuating... No, nothing. <laughs> so anyway, what did, you, what did you think, Emma? Yeah, I really liked it. Again, um, I wasn't really sure at the very beginning with like the kind of phasey acoustic guitar, but then it really grew on me. And um, I think it's like well-produced. And like I love the chorus because it kind of... It almost has a bit of a stranger like things vibe to it that kind of like 80s sounding synth so it kind of like just takes it to a nice place and then it's fast acoustic and yeah yeah I'm a big fan of it really um, awesome yeah I enjoyed it. Neil? He's got a great voice. Uh, I thought it was a really good song. There's great build-up to it. It's kind of like, I'm listening to the first 30 seconds, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is not unpleasant, but it really needs to go somewhere about now. And just as I thought that, the gentle drum beat started to come in behind it, and then you get that clap. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know if it's literally somebody clapping or an instrument like that. Mm behind it and then this synth comes in and he just carries the song it reminded me a bit of the uh, the drive soundtrack which is a film and a soundtrack i absolutely bum off really yeah i think it was that i think it was that synth it was like like an understated vocal oh that synth was amazing synth. wasn't it yeah, and i'm that, not a fan of synth usually that's what I was getting that you never mention it and it, it, you know it's like <laughs> and this isn't a criticism but there's like a really the vocal in it is really flat it's like one sort of tone all the way through but that really works because everything about the song sort of comes together and elevates it mm. so yeah i liked it a lot it's funny you said Ema, about it being well produced because what i got from <laughs> listening to this guy and, and reading about him all this stuff stood in his bedroom it's really lo-fi yeah it's, yeah it's up to a good standard like i think i think it just it just works that it's like it's well produced in that like the instruments are really good and like the singing's really good and it's well treated like it's not exactly like it's polished like um mm. obviously like ariana grande or something but for it's i think it's well produced in its style and yeah. he's done a really good job 
For the sure. one thing you put in his email that I've wrote down here because I actually really quite liked it. You put, "I spent a lifetime loving music and a short time writing it," oh. which I thought, which I thought was really, really good. That's really mm. lovely. He's actually mm. a great lyricist as well. I love that lyric. It's like I don't know if I'm the worst version or the best, but terrible person. That's so yeah. clever. Really mm. good. Yeah, they are good lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, he's obviously a good musician. He knows his stuff. He knows what he's doing. Mm. He's um, a obviously a multi instrumentalist. He was on my head to head list to bring. He was, was it? He was. Yeah. Hmm, good Bastard. song. <laughs> but uh, I don't really got anything else. Other than it sounds a bit like Green Day. Um, it didn't snow. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I love this. It was. This, I think it was the synth in it that really grabbed me. And it grabbed me because, as you know, I'm not a big fan of obvious synth. Mm. I don't mind synth when it sounds close to what it's supposed to be. But, yeah, for some reason that really worked. It was good. Good voice. I feel maybe... It could have had some sort of a crescendo. It was kind of like the same level all the way through. Same thing. It didn't really build up into anything. We didn't come down into anything. It was just one level. But it worked. It, it did work. And I enjoyed it. That's why I brought it up. Yes. Very good. My song. Highly recommend. Mm. And now we're going to bounce onto Neil. So, so moving on to me now. The song I've brought is It's Still War by Josh Hyken. Enjoy. See the 
the happy family and the bride and groom, yeah. And you're all just eating cake, you slithering like a rattlesnake. Some run and some stand still, that's your favorite kind of kill. But you just smiled at me, yeah, cause you know it was meant to be, yeah. And call it what you want, but it's still That was It's Still War by Josh Hyken. First thing I'd say about this is it, is it was sent over to us as a demo, so the production quality does suffer a bit, and that's evident on the recording. But even despite that, I just fell in love with the song, really. I think it's very well constructed. I love the, the sort of rumbling bass line at the start. It's kind of like, the song is all about war, obviously. It's very blatant. I was kind of I was kind of searching for some hidden messages, you know, kind of comparing it to the current Brexit situation or something like that, whether it's, you know, allegorical. Really... It literally is about a war, from what I could tell. But you got this rumbling bass line at the start. The kind of, you know, you get, I got this image in my head of tanks, like you know, readying for battle, and then this sort of uh, ethereal sort of guitar riff sort of comes in underneath it. Almost like a Peter Gabrielish type riff, which sort of generates excitement in a subtle way, kind of like the calm before the storm. Yeah, and I just really like the song. There's a couple of brilliantly c- c- cynical lyrics in it. Um, it. It's all very in your face. Nothing's hidden. A couple of bits I liked were, were the lines, "Let's load the jets." and help the banks pay off their debts. And there's a bit which describes basically gutting down a room full of people, because you can't. And there's <coughs> the line, some run and some stand still, and that's our favourite kind of kill. So, uh, yeah, it was what it was. It was very unsought, very in your face, but uh, I loved it. Mm. Rich, what do you think? I liked this. I liked it quite a lot, especially the start. The, the start draws you in straight away. The, like I said, the bass, that, that sound is just, yeah, it's it's different. It's not something that resembles anything else that I've heard in music. It's, 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 it's good. They use synth in it as well, don't they? They use like some sort of psychedelic synth. It's just a swirling guitar. Is like it? A phase yeah, it's quite, yeah, a phase phase guitar, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's quite psychedelic, uh, almost Pink Floyd. That's all. Mm. Yeah, might be yeah. a flange. Bit of flange. Bit of flange. Yeah. Bit of flange. De- definitely prog. I mean, I was thinking Peter Gabriel. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd, yeah. And it definitely, definitely scream, scream Neil. Uh, the music did, but I, I liked it. I thought his voice was a bit droney, but it wasn't bad. It, 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 it worked. It worked with the music he was doing. His voice, and it's been mentioned <clears> um, once 
sense tonight. It's kind of George Ezra-ish. It's like a deep. It's, it's mm. like a, there's a deepness to it that. Uh... See, first time I listened to it, I went right. Okay, this guy's wheelhouse is echoing the Bunnyman because that's what I got from it. The way he sings again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's that's where I was picking up from there. Advance on to Ema. What do you think about yeah, this, Ema? Um, I like the song. It's, it wouldn't really be my go-to kind of style for like songwriting, but I I do appreciate you know that you wrote it. I think it's it's good for for the kind of genre. I think there's a few things in the mix that kind of you know it's it's obviously a demo for me. I felt like it was a bit muddy just because it was very much all just in the same range. Like the guitars were being played at the same range, and then the singing came in, and that was at the same range. So I was kind of looking for a bit of guitar that was like the octave above or like the octave below. I think that it's like super easy for me. Anyway, I think it would be like a really easy thing to just kind of add that in, and then. And the echo on the singing. I think it's a very bold move to put echo the whole way through, but it was cool. It was good. I just feel like maybe if it was to start with like less echo and then build up and maybe add some like guitar distortion onto that echo track and make it a bit different as it went along, then I think that would lift his voice too. I think he's got something really good there. It's really cool. It's very niche. Like I haven't heard that kind of style before. So I did enjoy it. I just think a bit more, you know, experimenting with different ranges would do the song some good. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that was me well, all in all that then good 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 song but yeah good I, th- I think so in a way there's there's a couple of bits <clears> I, <throat> I picked up on so there's a bit where um he says about the wedding and then he uses the line let them eat cake and uh, i i can't mm. help but feel just that before that, that, is, that bit i mentioned yeah. yeah i kind of feel that's a reference to i see the louis the 15th or louis the 16th that's reportedly to have said when people uh, came when, people when, are starving when the in the street bread, yeah. he said let them eat, let cake. Them eat yeah. cake and there was a revolt after that yeah. there was war i can't help but feel that that's sort of in there with that like i say i, I think he's his influences echo and the bunny man there's definitely some you two in there i'd say there's some talking heads in the way he's lyrics are uh, the way he sings as well yeah I'd probably go with that yeah talking heads talking heads yeah I wasn't getting talking Peter, heads Peter Byrne the way he sings don't think talking heads the way Peter Burns sounds that's where I was that's where I was going Pete Burns sorry um, there's a lot no, going on Pete Burns that's Burns, a different band. You might be right. David Byrne, sorry. David Byrne, not Pete yes. Burns. Pete Byrne's a guy from Red or Dead. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, spin Me Round, that one. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on. Good song. A lot of it feels <coughs> like it's looped. The one thing that, that got me was, I was not expecting Neil to bring a political song at all, <laughs> ever. So that's subverted an expectation. I like his darkness. And there's a brilliant backwards sounding guitar that bridges the verse and the chorus. Just one, ever, just one section. It's just one little line of it. And I thought that was really, really well placed. And it just... Just, just takes enough out the song so when it comes back in it's full force and I really like the solo as well I thought the solo was, was brilliant this guy's got a very he's prominent on YouTube this guy he's, uh, does guitar lessons and things like that Oh yeah, I know, just yeah. say when I tried to do any research yeah. on him I couldn't find much out about him really no. other than he's from uh, California Southern California yeah that's it and, I actually uh, preferred this song to my own song really yeah, I don't know how I missed it when I was uh, choosing a head-to-head. Mm. Mm. I read his email to us. Uh, he said he's he's quite big in the uh, Orange County's social music scene over there, and he's currently recording a straightforward <coughs> rock album. Uh, he's in the studio as we speak, I believe. Yeah, I like this one as well. This is good, and I think, like Ema said, if if he polishes it up, I think it's going to be a cracking song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's now... All important now. The all important three-way decision is on your shoulders, Three-way Ema. decision. Three-way <laughs> decision. <laughs> Okay. Um, that sounds really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to go for um, it's okay to be personally, just because. Yeah, I think it's, the shock it's, of it. You know, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, it just feels really like if it feels complete, you know, it feels like a nice finished song, and it's just easy to listen to over and over again. And I think he's got a great. I think voice. he made the right decision, to be honest. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you> Harman, <laughs> even though you preferred my song to yours. Yeah. <laughs> like 90 seconds ago, you said I that. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't prefer. Well, I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, Rich. This week's winner is uh, Rich with the head to head. And next week, we do it all again. All three of us all over again. Yes. So, uh, we move on now then. But to I the... preferred this though because I hated having to wait a week. Yeah, especially when you've got songs backing up. Yeah. About 15 of the damn things. We're going to move on now to the Hidden Masterpiece. Hidden Masterpiece! Hidden Hidden Masterpiece this week has been brought by our special guest, Ema. Ema, tell mm. us about your song. So, my song is called Heaven's Open by Mike Oldfield. It's like a really old song. I said too much at the very beginning. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I just love this song so much. I used to listen to Mike Oldfield all the time when I was a kid. I think he's so cool. And um, I found the music video uh, for this one. And it's like really like kind of early 80s animation. And it's kind of creepy. It's about this fairy. and No, it's about this girl who turns into a fairy. And then she's just flying around the rain and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's like so cool. So yeah, that's that might have influenced how much I like the song. But yeah, I, I think that it definitely deserves more recognition. It's got that really like famous kind of sound to it, that classic rock style. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that basically. So I think it deserves cool. more recognition. Yeah. I like tubular bells. Oh yeah. The that's the journey. That's as far as my Michael Phil um really? musical knowledge goes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let's let's, let's just let's just rewind that bit. Where did you find it? Where did you come across this email? when was you first exposed to it? Oh geez, probably when I was like five or six because like my, my dad's got a really big um, CD collection so I just like take all of his songs and go upstairs and like listen to them yeah like a really long time ago and uh, I love a song like Moonlight Shadow and stuff yeah 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 uh, Crime of Passion and everything so they're the more Tubular Bells of course whereas there's more popular songs mm. yeah Heaven's Open it's just it's a nice little piece that I really enjoy two so. things that date this Two, two things that date this song. One, you mentioned CDs, and you said it's a really old song. It was released in '91. Really? That's not that long ago, actually. I thought it was longer oh, I still ago buy CDs. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I listen to CDs. Probably should have done my more research. Yeah, I can't figure out <laughs> yeah. the technology, so I, I just put oh. my CD in the car. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen a CD in ages, so. Have <laughs> you yeah. ever seen it? How old? Um, sorry, how young are you, Emma? I'm 21. Probably never used a cassette. Um, I did when I was very young, but yeah, yeah, not for long. I got my first wow. CD. Player when I was like, so this, I would have, if I was going to get this, I'd probably have had it on cassette. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Could have had it on a single. You never have the joy <laughs> of, uh, of having a cassette get chewed up in a tape player and having to wind it up with a pencil. Yes, <laughs> legendary. Uh, right, let's start with you now. What do you think of this? Well, it's Mike Oldfield. What's not to love about Mike Oldfield? I knew you were going to love this because he's prog. Yeah, I knew Mike, it. Mike Oldfield's just a legend. <laughs> this is song particularly. I wasn't familiar with it before. Yeah, this song in particular, it's very power balladry as well, which which was great. You know, it's like I love that sort of. Yeah, okay, we've established it was it was nineties, but it's got a very eighties sort of power ballad sound to it really awesome guitar work on it yeah I just love Mike Oldfield I think you could have gotten a whole hog this week and bought Moonlight Shadow as a forgotten classic ah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, but yeah yeah I loved it yeah that's all, that's all I got to say really it was, it was great thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got nothing bad to say about it. It's um, very dated rock now. It's uh, oh, I love dated rock. <clears throat> the, the age of it come, speaks volumes. I think you can tell that it's it's got some years behind it. It's not bad though. It's, it's a good sound, like I say. It's prog rock. It's, it's good. It's, it's a funny one. Mike Oldfield is because he's an absolutely 
amazing musician, but he never really... I mean, obviously, he, he, he made it, but he never really became really commercial, did he? Mm-hmm. I don't think he became... exactly where he wanted to be. You reckon? Yeah. I think, he, you... I think he could have been more commercial, but for some reason he never do, did. Do you know, he helped launch Virgin <laughs> Records. Yeah, I'm, don't, don't give me wrong, I, I, I understand he's... No, seriously, the way Virgin, the company Virgin started, Richard Branson opened a record shop called Virgin Records, and he, Mike Oldfield, was the first artist he signed. Mm. Um, yeah. And then he, but he, he, see, he didn't realise when he signed him, he was just about to release Tubular Bells 2, which became the soundtrack to the... No, Tubular Bells 1 or Tubular, Tubular Bells, Bells 2? Yeah. Whichever one became the soundtrack <laughs> Yeah, I think Michael Field's like, he's very like introverted, you know. And then The Exorcist got banned and of course that's all good publicity. (laughs) He's introverted. So, a couple of facts about Mike Oldfield. Uh, this was the first single from the album Heaven's Open from 1991. Mike Oldfield gets 866,000 monthly listens on Spotify. Yeah. Heaven's Open is the only Oldfield album where he performs the lead vocal. He's normally got either a vocalist in or it's... Uh, instrumental work like you say Tubular Bells is a, is a massively popular one of his Moonlight Shadow with Maggie Riley and in Dolce Jubilee Christmas song it's weird isn't it when you think about it I mean you listen to Tubular Bells and then you listen to this song that you've brought they're, they're walled apart well see I yeah. can hear some of his songs in this I can hear some of the turns of phrases the, the, the guitar right at the start has got like a Moonlight Shadowy mm. type sound to it yeah, I'll definitely get a Moonlight Shadow yeah. from it and the more I listen to it today the one thing that sort of shone through I believe Brandon Flowers from The Killers is a fan of Mike Oh, Oldfield yeah. Because this that, yeah. is very Killers, this mm. is. Especially, is it Bones, the second album? Yeah. Yes, I was getting that. Yeah, there's lots of... Killers. In the turn of phrase and the You've way... you just reminded yeah. me. And and the way the way that the song flows, there's bits of the killers in there, so they must be, I reckon they must be yeah. Mike Oldfield fans, yeah. Is it a hidden masterpiece or not? Yes. Yeah, I'd say so. And we agree. Yeah, definitely. Straight into there. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. It's well then. <laughs> what was, the, was that noise you just made there? Then? It, it wasn't. <laughs> we now move on to the forgotten. forgotten So we move on to our next round, which is the Forgotten Classic, which is also being brought by our special guest, Ema. Tell us about your Forgotten Classic, Ema. So the Forgotten Classic I have brought is Young Folks by Peter Bjorn and John. And it's such a tune. And I actually forgot about it until the other day. For some reason, I was listening to one of their songs and then it just reminded me of Young Folks. So I was like, oh, man. So we've got to throw that on. So decided to bring it to you guys. Good choice. Good choice. Absolute. I won't say it's a banger, but it's, mm. it's a bop. It's a a bop from back in the day. It is one that if you're going to hear on the radio, you'll probably hear it maybe once, Mm -hmm. maybe twice a year. So, yeah, I I I enjoyed listening to this again. I think you hear far more these days in adverts. I think the whistling has been used in a lot of... I think it's been used in a bank advert or something like that. It's it's in home base. Is it home base? So every time I hear it, I just think of the DIY. I've got it on bank on the Monday. That's all I get. And Neil, even? Yeah, great. Brilliant beat. I love the minimalistic approach to it. You know, it's just like it's just uh, it's stripped down, but it, it works. Uh, I didn't think I knew it. I didn't recognise it from the title until I heard it. And I was like, "Oh, I remember that." <laughs> I'm actually thinking to myself now: Do I remember it as a song from back in the day, or is it a song that I know from the home base advert? Now? <laughs> you see, <laughs> you see, when I was listening, so to now I'm questioning myself. Chicken and egg, that is Rachel isn't it? came in while I was listening to it, and she said, "What do you listen to?" I said, oh, "This is a forgotten classic for this week." And I said, "I didn't think I knew it until I started listening to it." And she said, "You know it from an advert." 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I know from the advert now, and I'm wondering if I do remember it from back See, in the day. So am I now. <laughs> I think I remember it from back in the day. It sounded very familiar. Hey, Matt, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to be dead honest with us. Oh, boy, OK. Do you know this song from back in the day, or do you know it because it's been on an advert? <laughs> no, I definitely know it from back in the day because I don't I don't recognise that advert. I don't think... I don't want to. She's never been to home base. <laughs> neither did, well, neither I, did never... I until Wayne mentioned it. <laughs> I never really see ads for home base over here in Ireland. I think it might be like an English thing. I'm not 100% sure on that, but... Yeah, Have you got no, a Wix? I... You got a, a what? what? Wixies. Wix. Which uh, is, I don't, it's I don't like know. it's like a B and Q, like yeah, a home no, base. Have, oh no, we have a we have B and Q for sure. We do have a couple of home bases, but I know for me personally, I it, it, <laughs> it wasn't from the ad <laughs> anyway. Okay. But. Tell me about the song, Wayne. You're going to have notes, obviously. I've, I've got some good notes, yeah. So, Young Folks by Peter, Bjorn and John. 152 million listens of this song. They get 2.1 million listens per month. This is from the album Writer's Block from 2006. They are from Stockholm, Sweden. They formed in 1999. This is a top 20 hit in the UK, and it also featured on the football game FIFA 08. I seem to remember it on that as well. When was it a top uh, 20 hit? 2006. 2006? Yeah. I, I, I read this uh, from one of, the, one of the websites I was doing research, and I think this is bullshit. But if not, it's fantastic. It's considered to be one of the most popular songs associated with the hipster culture. I can quite I, see. I would agree culture. with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with it. But I think I think that, that's a bullshit. That's a, just a made up. Uh, I would have thought Jose Gonzalez would take that title. No, nah, this, oh, yeah. this is this. Yeah, is, this is very hipster. Yeah. Even the video, they're all at that party, and nobody seems to care. Is anybody wearing socks in that video? <laughs> didn't notice because if they're not wearing socks then yeah 100% why is that something you noticed you like feet Wayne that's what hipsters do they don't wear they they put fucking brogues on roll their chinos up in one scene they were drinking craft beer (laughs) and smoking plenty of weed (laughs) fuck am I a closet hipster yeah (laughs) oh shit (laughs) Um, the the whistle uh, the whistle hook uh, was meant to be replaced by uh, a different instrument but they liked it so they kept it no he's got socks on (laughs) and it was the opening song on the pilot episode of Gossip Girl okay oh Going back to um, nothing, that oh, was a, really? that was that was a B-side song. It doesn't matter. I was about to say about the whistle in one of the songs, but uh, <laughs> that's the B-side. Forget that matter. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, see, I, I don't know what to think now because I don't know where I know it from. <laughs> it's a good song. I like, like I say, it's nice and stripped back. It's 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 effective. It's it's catchy. But, but I can I, I I don't know if it's a cla- well. It's got to be no. It was it was in the charts. But 2006, was it old enough to be considered Did you recognise it as soon as you yeah, played it? Yeah, I did. I did. Did you forget about this song? No, I didn't forget about <laughs> it, but I probably heard it last week on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh God, now I'm doing it. When did I last hear it? It was uh, probably, yeah, it's probably within the last year on the telly over here. So, it so, might be a forgotten classic over in Ireland. <laughs> so so you're thinking, is it a forgotten classic or is it in, still in the public consciousness? I see where you're going with that. I think it's still in the public co- consciousness. What you said? Yeah. Consciousness. So I'm, I'm going to run that. with it over here then. <laughs> it's forgotten in Ireland, I'd say. <laughs> it's forgotten in Ireland, but not in England. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out and say it is forgotten because it may be in the consciousness somewhere, but you forget you've heard it. Mm. I'll, I'll agree with Forgotten Classic because when I saw Young Folks, Peter, Bjorn and John, I had no idea what the song was. And the minute it started, up, yeah. I went, oh, I know this yeah. song. Of course I know this song. So, I mean, I might have heard it last week while I was in home base, but <laughs> forgotten. So, so it's a forgotten classic. It's a difficult one for me because when I came up with the idea of the Forgotten Classic, it was going to be a song that you hear maybe once, most twice a year, like a Baz Luhrmann sunscreen. I haven't heard that in the, the past year on the radio. I can't remember the last time I heard it. There is this. I would put good 
money on the fact that I've probably heard this probably about 20 to 30 times in the past year. I'm going to err on the side of Neil and say, yeah, it's a forgotten classic. Because I couldn't, I, I, even if I read it, I couldn't tell you who it was by and when it was released and, and all the rest of it. It's just been, just totally like um, Ed Sheeran's song when Sainsbury's. I kind of know. feel a bit, and this sounds bad, but it is a good song. But I feel like if, if our uh, guest next week brings this again, I'll still have forgotten it. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, so yeah. I, it's, I, it's brilliant but forgettable. Yeah, it's a two against one. I think. I think. I'm not. I'm not. I'm kind of on the fence. So you you win either way. Two and a half. Two and a half. Hey. Yeah. Two and a half. Right, two and a half. <laughs> yeah. This is a forgotten classic. Peter Excellent. Bjorn and John and their song "Young Folks" is a forgotten classic. So moving on to our next round, which is the. It's it's a Headphone warning. So I was challenged last week to bring the uh, musical genre of Schlager, which was um, <laughs> it was described to me as uh, originating in Germany and being about crooners. What's that? Crooners, uh, you know, like sort of traditional Frank, singers. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I was not getting that from the song you brought. Well, if you'd let me finish. Um, when I went away and actually did a bit of research, I found out that that's not really what Schlager is. Schlager is the literal translation. It's obviously a German of German origin. Literal translation is the hits. And basically, it's cheesy pop, really. That's what it is. It's Eurovision. It's Eurovision, <laughs> Eurovision stuff, really. The closest... Uh, I did have a look at some sort of English followers of Schlager, but I, I, it felt wrong not bringing a German song because that was its origins. Neil it, loves his Germans. Yeah, I do. Uh, English, um, <laughs> I love the German language. It's just so, so angry. E- English examples would be uh, Engelbert, Eng- Engelbert Humperdinck and uh, Tony Christie. Yep. In fact, uh, they're, they're, well, I'll stop. the song I brought was Ross Anthony, Do <clears throat> You Speak English? Ross Anthony actually does a, a German cover of Show Me The Way To Amarillo, <laughs> which is brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I had a song. I'll just do a few. Slager tracks, and there were some. There were some that were more less less cheesy, really, more like you know, you sort of staple Eurovision entries. But I just fell in love with this because it was so cheesy. <laughs> and we don't do a guilty pleasure round anymore, but this could go on mine if we did. <laughs> yeah. It's just so infectious and so catchy, and I was like, I shouldn't be listening to this, but I I, I fucking love it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. It just and the, the way the way you kind of went between English and German, it kind of like you know, yeah. I just absolutely brilliant. Seamlessly between German and English. But not seamlessly, well. that's the point. Everything about it was just wrong and cheesy, but it, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Let's start with you, Emma. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I didn't know what to expect when I looked up Schlager and whatever it was. It wasn't that, but again, it's, <laughs> it's so fun. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was like very Eurovision for sure. I would actually put that on. I'd like a like party, to be honest. <laughs> Just see people's reactions. It was I enjoyed it. it. Again, like guilty pleasure kind of thing. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I love um I love his accent when he's like singing in English. Oh and the key change at the end. Boy, I live for that key change. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that key like, change is really left field. Oh my it? god. <laughs> Yeah, when you go into the English bit in the choruses, and it's like you always get this like country vibe coming. Oh, yeah, it's like wait, sure. that doesn't belong in the song. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's great, but it somehow works. Absolutely. Yeah. Go on, Rich. I, I have nothing good to say about this song. <laughs> it's harsh. 
Uh, I've got some facts if you want. Shall I read some facts out? Right, do you speak English by Ross Anthony? Uh, he gets 42,000 monthly listens. Uh, you're ready for this. It's from his album. <laughs> I've, I've wrote down the German translation twice. I was meant to it's write down the English rid- translation. It's good that we've got rid of the world challenge and you're still having to pronounce uh, things in from different it's parts called, of the world. It's uh, called Mein Neuve Liebe, which I think is called My New Love. All right. Schlager music is pop music. Schlager. Schlager. Did I say Schlager? Schlager music, sorry. It's pop music, catchy instruments, and the best thing about this is, bear in mind it's German, is happy-go-lucky lyrics. Prevalent in Central Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, places like that. Not England. Emerged after the Second World War as uh, part as a backlash to American rock and roll. That's, uh, that's where Schlager, Schlager's got its roots. I thought you were going to say in an attempt to make Germany sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the style is frequently represented at Eurovision. Like you say, Neil, this is from Amarillo, really me and the one I got was Hey Baby by DJ, o- DJ Otzi remember that one Hey um, Baby that one yeah that's really good so Ross sure. Anthony he's British born um, he won the German version of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in 2008 and I've got the German translation are you ready Ich bin ein Star hot mich hier Ross what's that I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so angry. Uh, so the, the best thing I've had this conversation in the previous episode. When they, leave the jungle, when they leave the jungle on that, do they shout, Ausgang! It could be a nine star, Ausgang! If you compare everything in German to that of a different language, it's just that. It's like, like we said before, oh, in, in England, oh, it's my birthday today. This is my Geburtstag! Was is my Geburtstag! Why are you so angry about it? Oh, uh, right. Here's my favourite. Oh, do you thing. bob the builder thing? <laughs> Hans das Constructionist Can ich mein das? Ja, ich will <laughs> oh, What's that translated as now? <laughs> I said, ask Bob the Builder can he, can he fix it? Bob the Builder Yes we yes, can Yes we can <laughs> Here's my favourite thing about Ross Anthony. So, I said he's British-born, yeah? He's a British actor, singer, and TV presenter in Germany. And he's from Bridge North. Wow! Really? He's from Bridge North, yeah. No shit. Just yeah. down the road from us. 13 miles away Sorry, from where we're sitting. headphone warning yeah. then. <laughs> he is from... He, he, was, uh, he, he lived in Bridge North till he was about 16, then he moved to London to get to university, and then he moved to Germany and became... That's man. mental. A TV presenter. Should we yeah. go and visit his parents? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We're going to knock on his parents' door. I, I think this is a cracking song now. I bloody loved it. And it's it's fun and it's happy. And yeah, what's more? And, and the video is brilliant. This is everything This is everything I hate about pop music. I just I love the fact that he's just wandering around. It's like, we haven't got permits, just wander around London, we'll film you. Just get on the, get on the South Bank, sorted. <laughs> just have a wander down the wall. In that stupid suit. Yeah, oh, that suit is amazing. <laughs> Stuck out like a broken thumb. <laughs> It could be a walking advert for remaining you. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, so there you go. Yes. So we, shall we move on to the artist spotlight? We shall. We now? should move on to the artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, at Artist Spotlight, Ema, you are bringing your song... Tame, I am, and it's uh, one of my up- more upbeat songs. I don't have a lot of them, but I'm working on that. I'm releasing uh, another upbeat one called Underdog this summer, which I'm super excited about. But until then... You should do it with Nova on that. 
do do the do the duet with Nova because he's sung some of the dogs. Yeah, I know. When I when I heard that, I had a good chuckle. I was like, oh, fellow underdog, that's <laughs> And then yeah, I knew I had to say on this podcast, I was like, people wouldn't think I was like stealing the name, but I swear I had it before. <laughs> <laughs> so the song that I'm playing is called Tame. And I wrote it in college and it's funny, it actually started off as an assignment where I was making music for a video game. And the video game was like the idea is that it's a little like alien that's like hopping around a landscape. So um, that's like where the drum beat came from and the da 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 thing. So that's a little bit of background info on that. So yeah, <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's my song Tame. Yeah, it's completely different. For my yeah, it's completely different to the song you brought for the B-side. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was expecting a more folky indie vibe again. And mm-hmm. I got this, which is sort of like borderline EDM in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. like the the vocal overlapping you do in this as well. Yes, oh, that you. was good. Yeah, it's really, it's really clever. I wonder that. how that's going to translate into a live gig. Uh, yeah, you can, get, you can get FX pedals and stuff that do, do that, though, can't you? Yeah. I got the leap pedal all sorted, actually, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did I you mean, get the loop pedal? Did I you? did. I got the loop pedal. <laughs> I did. A, I had my first gig actually last week, and I had the loop pedal, and that went wow. quite well. So, Richie Super Armour, exciting. influencer. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. What did you think of the song, Neil? I loved it. I thought it was very interesting. It reminded me a lot of the. Oh, I forget what the artist is because I wrote the artist down down wrong earlier but the song you bought rich it's okay to be me i could i i, I, I could see a lot of similarities there which um, artist are the um the, the the artist from the head to head um oh. good good oh, somebody god 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 you leave god you leave yeah god you leave oh god yeah leave. Uh, yeah i'd written it down as distro kid because Oh, you sent them a artist through it. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he kind of he kind of reminded me of that a bit in the sense that um, you got that electronica sound, but there, mm. there was just the right mix of of that and instrumentation. Oh, thank you. And it was kind of like a sort of the vocal. It's exactly the right level. It, it just sort of like fitted in with the rest of the song and didn't take anything away from the music that was going on in the track. But yeah, I really liked. Yeah, it. Thank you very much. You can't really say <laughs> otherwise, though, or else I will get very offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If we didn't like, we, have, to, yeah. before, we no. have done that before. But if we oh, didn't really? like your music, wow. we if we didn't like your music, we wouldn't have had you on. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I like that. We, we, we only have <laughs> you made it this far. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Cute. Okay, yeah. cool. So you do like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It was That's a bit good. of a shock shock for me, this one. It's not that I don't like it, I do like it. It was just not like, like Wayne, I, I, I didn't expect it. And I've got to take my hat off to you because you're obviously stepping out of your comfort zone with this one. Yeah, and definitely. That can be hit or miss sometimes, I think. I had an interview with an artist recently saying the same thing, that you know some people step out of their comfort zones to try something because of money a lot like Charlotte Church did he I remember that interview yeah, yeah Charlotte Church did it and she you know she stepped out of her comfort zone to do pop and it wasn't what she's about and she, she fell flat on her arse right. I don't think you like, same as the I can't remember who I was talking to but the same as the person I was talking to Francesca Louise hmm? it was Francesca Louise was it Francesca I think I think it's a bold move but I think it's a move that might benefit you I think yeah yeah Thanks. I, I think, think like, um, yeah. when, when I was writing it, I wasn't like deliberately like I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I think because I do, I listen to like so many different types of music. Then when I wrote that kind of like theme, I was like, oh, I just need to run with that, you know. So um, it is nice being at like such an early stage of my career, though, where like I can write different music that's outside of like my typical writing style and everything. Because right now I can experiment and like it won't like turn around and hit me and you know bite mm. me on the arse or whatever. It's a uh, <laughs> 
Go time to go for it. I think it speaks volumes for your talent as well. Because I mean, if, if if you can do it and you can get away with it, it stops you from being pigeonholed. Yes, yeah, so, sure. yeah, you. yeah. It gives you room to pl- yeah. gives you room to play. It gives you yeah, opens your horizons, I suppose. But yeah, I loved I loved it. I loved the your experimenting with the electronic sounds, like Wayne said, and it's just a good song, very good song. Thank you. So. What have you got planned? For, we've already had this conversation, haven't we? It's on the right. B side. Neil was having a wee, so. But we'll okay. have a, we'll, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> what I'm about to ask you, I've already asked her on the B side, but we're going to ask you. That was weeks ago, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what you got, <laughs> so, what, so, what you got planned for. Actually, things have changed. Things have moved on, yeah. So, what have, what have you got planned for the rest of the year now? Gig wise so, and everything else? Yeah, so I'm actually uh, I'm headlining at Crowbar in the Button Factory next week, which is pretty exciting. It's a it's a pretty good bar in Temple Bar, so it's really central Dublin. And I'm excited about that. And then I'm playing music festival in Waterford then this summer. And I'm working on like some more music videos now. So I have a new song called Underdog that I've been working on. So I'm going to start getting, you know, like a film ready for that, which I'm really excited about because it's not going to be like kind of a typical music video. It's more telling a story. It's more kind of like film. I'm working with a, with a videographer on that one and yeah just getting that ready to release and a friend of mine wrote an indie film it's like half hour long and I did a soundtrack for that I did a song you know for the movie which I'm super excited about because like I know my heart's in indie films and like that kind of indie sound like um the Juno soundtrack all that kind of stuff I love that stuff so it was really exciting when I was asked to write a song for that so I'll be releasing that soon so yeah some new music new videos new gigs it's all you know it's all happening it's an exciting year for you then yeah for sure yeah Good. Awesome. Good. I was going to say something, but I forgot I was going to say, wait and take over. Oh, we're running up to the end of the show. Mm. That's pretty much, uh, we're, yeah, we're in the final stretch of the of our one, of our happy birthday, our one year episode. Yeah, happy birthday. We do. We do need to and it is genre. for me, and I don't know which one of you is choosing. I, I haven't choose. chosen one for a long time. Then you can choose for me, Rich. Unless you want to choose one, Emma. Do you want to choose a, a genre <laughs> for me to have a run at? Ooh, um, you got one on the top of your head, or you could just pick a letter and Rich can find one. Pick a letter uh, and I'll find one in the Bible. We got the Bible out. Yeah. Our, our Bible, <laughs> not yeah. the actual Bible. This, this is a musical. Twenty six A four pages of every musical genre. This is going to be our first Damn, piece of merch cool. that we sell. This is. We're going to have to put this into a hardback and sell it. Too to the, by that. The YHH TMPC Bible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we yeah. could put the songs we've got to each one. At the so side. pick a letter. <laughs> e. E. E for Ema. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now you're probably going to have a load of different E's so you'll have like E-A E-B that doesn't matter I'll choose E-M there you go first two letters can you do that E-M can I do that can I probably wow this is all I've never used the Bible before but even though not now I always just come up with them off the top of my head because I'm a musical genius like that or not you've gone past it oh no I'm not a musical genius but I'm not very good with letters <laughs> ok E-R uh, E-L oh no we have got an E-M in between those no, yeah. no oh E-M. no we have got an E-M oh ok Ooh-hoo. oh we've got emo <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about emo yeah yeah, uh, we've got en- hold on. I haven't given you emo yet. We've got f- a selection of four. We've got emo, heavily emotional and pessimistic style <laughs> of post-hardcore as well as indie rock in its subsequent form. We've got emo hip hop, a fusion of emo and indie rock qualities with hip hop. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Who knew? And then Thank we've got dark. emo pop, fusion of emo and pop punk. Okay, where and- are you? And I'm, and so, I'm so sorry. sorry. I-, I I want to. Oh, see the, the next <coughs> one's En, and I want that one more than the last. I'll go with that one. Go with that one. Go with that one. Enka, E-N-K-A, a popular modern adaptation of traditional Japanese music. Oh, fucking wonderful! Ooh. 
We, we haven't fared very well when it comes to the Orient, I'm afraid. No, we, <laughs> no. well, we had that one I brought the other week. That was, was alright. You had that Chinese indie. Oh, God, yeah, Chinese indie. Get in. I might buzz that on about. Yes. Chinese indie. Now I'm going with Japanese. Japanese anchor. Traditional. Yeah, so that's right. it. There, there we go. So, just want to thank our guest for joining us today. Thank you, Ema. Yes, it's thank been, you, Ema. It's been an absolute... Thank you for having me. It's been me. an absolute pleasure having you on. Ah. I apologise for the unprofessionalism and the coughing fits. Yes, it's, hap- yes. <laughs> Not it's like a running mantra. We should have on a coat of arms. Apologies for Every the unprofessionalism. Every single episode, <laughs> I always apologise for unprofessionalism and then tell them it's not always like this. And then when I'll say and it always is, and when I'll say actually, actually, it is. Yeah. Some some weeks it's worse than others. This one's been a good week, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> one toilet break. Well, we, d- we had the, that African guy on the other week. What was his name? Um, Oh god, yeah, from uh, the unknown band, Joel. From Joel, the unknown. From the, uh, you, you could you could hear him on the other side of the mic getting pissed off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yes, thank you for joining us. Thank you to Neil and Wayne and to myself. What's coming up next what, week? Why am I thanking myself? Every What's time? coming up? What's coming up on the next episode, Rich? <laughs> so we've got the three-way head-to-head again. The scores are. Three to Rich, three to me, and one, one to, to Neil. So Neil's got some catching up to do. Yeah, but Neil nearly pulled his hands off this week with that song. I mm-hmm. thought you thought he might have won it, to be honest. We don't know who's on the next episode. You did tell me earlier, didn't you? I did, yeah. We've got Black Suit Youth. Ah, Black Suit Youth are our special guests on the next episode. They'll be bringing their hidden masterpiece and their forgotten classic, as well as being the artist spotlight. The genre, as you've just heard, is Enka, and that'll be me who bring in that. And that's it. That's hidden it, masterpiece, yeah. forgotten classic, yeah, and the artist it, yeah. spotlight. Yeah, well done. It, yeah. Job done. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, so there you go you want to promote some socials Ema tell us yes. all about where people can oh, find yes. you yes so you can find me on my website which is emorcreates.com follow me on my social media which is emor underscore creates and follow me on Spotify you can look up emor and then my EPs are health the shades of you and yeah keep an eye out for what's, whatever's going down in the future yes and we'll, uh, keep, keep us updated with what you have coming as well so as we can keep on will for sure. promoting you and hope maybe have you yes. on the show again in the yes, future absolutely yeah, brilliant I'd love that mm. fantastic I was going to say something. well you can find us you pretty promote much. your own stuff yeah too. yeah promote our own stuff see Ema you should mm-hmm. you come and sit here in here Ema take me over there so yeah you can find us on all the podcast platforms pretty much if we're not there well, then we probably will be if you just look a bit harder I'd, no it would tell me so as I can get us on there <laughs> no so. we pretty much are everywhere about the first night if you put so, you so, haven't heard pe- this some people keep putting us on their platforms that I haven't put us on yeah there was about three last week I found what the hell I didn't know we were on here yeah, yeah. if you put you haven't heard this music podcast into google you'll find us because we are the first like five pages now so yeah or yeah. hashtag yhhtmpc yeah get involved yeah we're gonna post up our songs a bit earlier hopefully next time so you can get involved please tell us what you think of them the, the head-to-head songs these are all unsigned artists that we're promoting now this is a new step for us i don't know if they're all unsigned but they're all lesser well, known they're all lesser known apologies yes yeah, yeah, yeah. lesser known and they've contacted us and we're trying to get them out there so if you see the links have a listen to the songs get in touch tell us which ones you think mm. uh, are better than the other ones and whatnot and hopefully next time we speak, Ema, you'll be signed. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so I think all we have left to say is thank you for listening. If indeed you still are. Thank you for joining us, Ema. This is her song. Team. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Baby
This is a journey into sound. Nice. Nice. That's, that's we a know perfect Major language. Tom's a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I think compared to Bowen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so. So, other than the piano. Hold <laughs> oh, on, Neil's coughing. Neil's dying. <laughs> get, get that, Neil. He's expelling the demon. He's just gone on too long now. He's got stuck in my throat. The power of the Lord compel you! I tried to suppress it. Now I just sound like the devil. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Rub his back. I don't know what to do. Oh this is all going in the outtakes. I'm so sorry, mate. It's not usually this unprofessional. No, it really is. It's always like I've got hair stuck in That well old machine at the end is about four hours to start with. <laughs> Have a drink of the cider. Yeah, that's good. Cider. <laughs> I've got a glass of whiskey in my hand. Do you want some of this? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
fucking disgusting. That's going straight in the outtakes. Oh, God, no, it's not. It's going in the bin. <laughs> Never want to hear that again. I, I apologise. That's better. If I need to oh. cough again, I'm just going to do it. In the if name of Jesus, to... what is your name? If I try and suppress Legion. it again. <laughs> if I try and suppress it again, that is what's going to happen. Sorry, oh, Eva. Right. Right. Jesus. All right. Fuck off, did you do that first take? I was about to say, it's you can't remember trying to introduce your song for it's nine hours. Minutes. <laughs> it was very pro. <laughs> straight in, straight yeah. out, thanks for coming. Oh, I, 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 not I even an hour or fuck all. All right, Neil. Jesus. Knife in. No, didn't just twist right, it so. as well. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.